This is episode 541 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Selco, Moving Around with Purpose when the SHTF. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another week of podcast episodes. I'm so glad that you can join me. As we get started, I wanted to just read a quick review from Black Velvet. And uh, he says, this man knows his stuff, LOL. I'm older than him, but it's like my dad is back and telling me so much interesting, useful information. So whether you own a 75 by 100 lot or 100 acres, he has a lot of experience on so many topics. Worth downloading and listening to his podcast. Keep them coming, man from the South. I'm in central New Jersey, formerly from three acres in Staten Island, New York. Miss the country, Alex. Alex, I greatly appreciate that review, man. Uh, It means a whole lot. And when I saw it come through... You know, for whatever reason, I always see um, I always see reviews come through later than they were posted, right? But uh, it just blessed my socks off completely, and, and I just, uh, like I said, I really appreciate it. It means a lot when I hear from people, and they're just, you know, I, you know what, guys, I get emails from everyone too, and then comments on the on the blog, and it's just, you know, like I said, it means a whole lot when you're out here and you're doing that. So thank you so much, and. If you're out there and you haven't reviewed the Prepper Website podcast, well, I would encourage you to go over to iTunes and do that. And if you listen on Stitcher or TuneIn or any of the other podcast networks, there's always ways of doing that. And so when people stumble upon the podcast and they look at the reviews and the stars and all that kind of stuff, and if it's something that everyone has said, hey, this is something worth listening to, then there's more tendency for them to listen to it and then more tendency for them to be prepared. And that's what the whole goal is, right? Is to see more people get prepared. And so uh, I greatly appreciate it when you guys do that. All right, so let's go ahead and jump to our article of the podcast. It comes to us from theorganicprepper.com. And again, the title is Selco, Moving Around with Purpose when the SHTF. So for those of you who might be new and have never listened to the podcast before, or maybe you've never listened to an episode where I've read an article from Selko, he was in the Balkan War, and he his city was surrounded, and nothing came in, nothing came out. I mean, they survived for a year. And so he has a lot of experience because that, that one year was a true SHTF situation, right? I mean, the poop had hit the fan. And some of the stories are just like, wow. And so when a lot of the times in the preparedness community, people write articles or people talk about SHTF. And a lot of the times it's like what we believe will happen. And sometimes it's very valuable, not sometimes, a lot of the times, it's very valuable to hear the experiences or the personal experiences of people that have actually gone through these situations, right? So Selco, uh, when, it's, when we listen to... Uh, Fernando Aguirre from uh, Argentina, the modern survivalist, uh, and I don't really read his articles. He does more videos now, but uh, you know th- th- his experience is very, very important because they experienced, for instance, like uh, economic collapse in Argentina, and he's talked a lot about that because life was still going on, society was still, 
you know, put together. But then, you know, there was this collapse that was going on and it was it was very crazy. And so and there's also Jose, like who's from Venezuela and still has a lot of family and is in touch with them. And uh, even now, though, I don't know. I mean, things in Venezuela are very crazy. But anyway, this article is talking about moving around during SHTF, like being purposeful of how you go out and do things. But it still has a lot of relevance to us right now because there's a lot of things that you can pick up that you need to incorporate into your life when it comes to at least letting, you know, not letting other people know so much about you uh, when you're out there and what you are presenting to other people. So you can think about it that way, uh, as well as SHTF. How are you living or how are you doing things right now that say things to other people that other people can look at and read, whether it's your actions, the way that you talk, the way that you dress, you know, the way that you carry yourself. So let's go ahead and jump into this one again. Selco, moving around with purpose when the SHTF from theorganicprepper.com. I call this article moving around with purpose when SHTF with clear intention. SHTF, especially early stages, may be a good opportunity to acquire things through looting, scavenging, or whatever you may call it. However, it is also a good opportunity to end up dead. So my advice is... It is usually also not a good moment to go out without real purpose or without right purpose, just to check out what things are going on. In other words, curiosity kills the cat. It may be hard to resist to check what's going on. I know it from personal experience, but try to find it out without sticking your head directly in. It may sound logical that if you hear screams and shots in the middle of SHTF to run there and to check what's going on, but it is much more logical to stay home and prepare in the best possible way for the cause of those screams to come to you. So come up with a clear plan of who stands where, who takes who, where are the ways for bugging out, and what each member of your family is going to do on your mark. It is an example only, a drastic example, I admit. An article about moving when the SHTF for a lot of people may be like, I'll have, a, I'll have my gun, my buddies, and drill, which is very simplified and only part of bigger, much bigger picture. And so guys, I just wanted to just reiterate, I know those of you that have listened to the podcast before, I've said this, you know, Salko is writing, English is not his first language, so a lot of the times I'll read the article the way that it is written, just to kind of capture that, all right? All right, continuing on. When we talk about moving when the SHTF in an urban area, it is impossible not to mention routes and interesting points on our way wherever we go. Routes may or probably will be quite different from our regular routes in normal life. So what you need to do today is to sit down and think about it. Let's call them alternative routes through your city or area. What I have in mind is how you can go from point A to point B using the alternate way. Throw into practice the fact that you are using these alternate ways because you want to avoid people. Now, you need to know that you cannot cover all possibilities because of the nature of SHTF. There are going to be a lot of new points of factors that you did not consider in your exercise. For example, maybe you plan to use an alternate route through some abandoned storage facility, but you did not factor in the fact that the storage facility would become a place for some local gang or a refuge center or whatever. What I want to say is that you cannot, as usual, plan for everything, but you can adopt the philosophy of alternate routes in your area. Every city has alternate routes, even today. 
with the SHTF, it is going to become more complicated. So points of interest or danger spots are everywhere throughout the city. They are in every city in normal times. So for example, these days in my city, there are several spots where I would not like to go through during nighttime because certain kinds of people live and operate there. If I go there at night, it usually means that I am a guy who wants to buy drugs, a gun, or a girl, or I am a policeman or an idiot. Now, that is an example of a dangerous spot in normal times. When we are talking about SHTF, there's always going to be dangerous spots concerning your moving through the city. The catch is in the fact that those spots may be changing based on a lot of facts. So here are only a few examples from real experience. A gas station, a police station, pharmacy, and malls. Now in the beginning phases of SHTF, all of the above mentioned places should be avoided because simply there will be a lot of violence around them. So if you are moving in the initial phases of SHTF, you are avoiding them. There are rampages at the gas station because people want gas, at pharmacies because people want drugs, weapons at police stations, and all kinds of goods in malls. Now it is the best advice not to go there because of the violence. But if you feel up to the task of going, for example, to the pharmacy in the middle of chaos to storm it, it is a very valuable resource. The choice is yours, but we are talking about safely moving through the city. In later phases of the SHTF, that gas station will probably become nothing and the pharmacy too. But the police station and the mall might be always dangerous spots simply because of the infrastructure of the buildings. It may become a perfect hiding place for people or defending place for groups of people. So you'll avoid it again because of different reasons, but you'll avoid it. So in the beginning phase of SHTF, a bridge may be a dangerous place because it is a choking point or a panic point. In later phases, that bridge may be a place where it is so easy to set up a checkpoint. All these above are examples only, and they may not work in that way in your case, but the concept will be the same or similar, and it is important to think about that concept today in simple times. So the information giving or the information taking, let's talk about that here. This is important. So by moving through the area, you are collecting a whole set of information. For example, is the way clear without obstacles? Is there a noticeable human presence in the buildings in front of you, like smells, light, smoke, and sounds? And is it a threat? You will gather a whole bunch of other information. At the same time, you are giving information about yourself to someone who is possibly watching you, how you're dressed, armed, how you move, how many of you are there are, and what are you carrying. So keep in mind that it is always a two-direction game and try to adopt that philosophy in your current task. Let's say you are going to a trade meeting through the whole city to the other end of it. Are you going fully and visibly armed through the whole city or are you crawling through the grass and mud and avoiding everything? Probably no to both. You're going to choose to blend into your current situation based on circumstances around you. So if you are traveling through the region where there are people, but they are not hostile, let's say they are neutral, you're going to travel through it in a less aggressive way, but you are still giving as little information about yourself as possible. Remember, you do not want to give a reason to not hostile people to become hostile just because it is clear you are carrying something valuable. 
In a region where there is clearly hostility and danger, you will move in a different way and act differently simply because circumstances are different. So remember this. Remember something showing your weapon may be more dangerous than not showing it. It is up to you to recognize at the moment what you're going to do. And you'll be more often in situations when you should act and look neutral but ready for violence than to look openly aggressive and violent. Alright guys, so again, a lot of good information and then another just reminder to always stay vigilant. How many times do you go to the store or you drive and you're like on autopilot? You get out, you're just walking, and you're not paying attention to what is going on around you. You're not paying attention to that sleazy sleazy guy over there, you know, just kind of looking at everybody. And you're not making eye contact with him and letting him know, hey, I see you, and I'm aware that you're there, right? And so all the other things that are going on, you're on autopilot while you're driving, and you're just driving through a neighborhood. I mean, there's been times where I've... Uh, you know, I've gone somewhere that I'm not familiar with and Houston is a very big city. And so you're, you're going and you might have an idea of that part of town, but then you start, you take a turn and all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm in an area where I hope I don't ever break down. Right. And this is not a place that I want to be in the middle of the night. So this brings to mind a story from my younger, younger years, like really young. Uh, I was a member of the youth group, but I was in a, like an older member uh, I guess I was an adult leader kind of you know whatever anyway so we went to visit another church and we went for another youth rally in another church and on the way back uh, you know of course it was nighttime and one of the you know one of the cars that was with us pulled over to the or exited and stopped at a gas station well you know there we are and we're they're pumping gas they needed gas whatever they were low and we pull out and we get back onto the feeder to get back onto the freeway and two cars in front of us, I mean, filled with guys. One of the one of the guys in the the front gets out to the back and just starts, you know, pummeling the one of the drivers. The windows were down, and, and another guy brandished a gun, and like we're like right there, right. And I'm, I'm I think I'm 16, 17 years old, and all of this stuff is happening. The light turns green, and finally, you know, the guy jumps in his car and and they go. But I mean, all of this stuff was going on right there. And so that's one of those things is like, man, if this person would have been planning a little bit better, they would have planned not to run out of gas, you know, in this place. I mean, you know, you always hear that one thing that you should always be half full at all times. Right. And so that's a it's a good thing to remember. But you can easily, like I said, you can easily find yourself in a situation where you don't want to be and you just for whatever reason. So the other thing that I take away from this article is how you need to be flexible because you might come up with the best plans ever. You might have the best bug out plans, the best alternative routes to different places and things and all that kind of stuff. But you have to be flexible because there's always things that can change and you you need to be able to see and adjust. And that takes a little bit of skill to be able to, all right, I see this happening right here. I'm not just going to go through with my plans or with my my route because I don't have any other options. I'm going to stop and reevaluate this and I'm going to be flexible. And if I have to go around, although it takes me maybe another 30 minutes to an hour to go around this section here, I'm going to go ahead and do that because safety is more important. 
The other thing is, how much are you actually going to be traveling? Is it worth it to be out there if the poop has really hit the fan? So, you know, that's another thing that you want to consider. Another reason why you want to be as prepared as possible and you want to set yourself up as much as possible before something like this was to happen. All right, guys, well, there are some links in this article that you can go and visit over at theorganicprepper.com. Like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes and you can go check it out. And that's it for episode 541. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.